0: I'm glad you could join me for some great seafood. Me too. Wait, why are you dressed in fishing gear? You said we were going out to catch great seafood, right? Yes, to Popeyes. Do you even know how to fish? No, I thought you did. Oh yeah, I could catch pretty good seafood at Popeyes. Let's go.
1: Let Popeyes do the fishing while you enjoy our delicious signature seafood. Get Popeyes flounder fish sandwich or shrimp tackle box before they're gone. Limited time at participating U.S. restaurants.
0: I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney Parks and Resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Lauren Knotts about her wedding at Aulani. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose Aulani for her wedding and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Lauren. Thank you for having me, Carrie. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I would love to start at the beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided you wanted to have your wedding at Alani.
1: Yes, so I am a huge 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 Disney lover and my family is also DVC members. So I kind of had always dreamed about having this Disney fairy tale wedding. And we initially started planning our wedding back home in Wisconsin where we're from, but that wedding got too big and too crazy. And it was just kind of not what we wanted. So we kind of took a step back, took a look at what we really wanted to have in a wedding. And then I knew Disney was kind of the only thing that I really wanted. And my husband's not too much of a Disney fan. He loves Disneyland and loves Alani, but Disney World is a little bit too crazy for him. So that's kind of how we ended up settling on Alani as our venue and it was absolutely perfect.
0: Interesting. Did you ever consider using Disneyland for your wedding? We
1: didn't. I think it was because it was either Disney World for me or Alani. I kind of, as a kid, always thought I would have a beach wedding too. So it was kind of just the perfect mix of both worlds.
0: Oh, that's a good point because yeah, you could do a beach wedding at Walt Disney World, but not at Disneyland. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so then how did your friends and family react when they found out they were going to get to go to Hawaii for your wedding? (laughs) So it was actually my mom and mother in law that suggested
1: checking out Alani instead of Disney World, and they were all in right away. And then when we told our friends and family, everyone was just so excited that they could make a week long vacation out of it as well.
0: That's wonderful. How many guests did you invite, and how many were able to make the trip? So we invited about.
1: I want to say 80 guests, and we had 40 in total make the trip.
0: That's pretty good for such a long trip.
1: Yeah, we had guests from Australia, the East Coast, kind of all over the world. So it was really, really great to have everyone there with us.
0: Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your wedding?
1: So we chose kind of the overall time we got married in January of 2020. So before everything kind of hit the united states with covid and we picked a sunday it was sunday january 5th because we wanted to incorporate the luau with our wedding weekend so the luau only does a couple days a week so the luau was on saturday and we had that as our rehearsal dinner and then we had our wedding on sunday for the actual ceremony and it was sunday evening i think around five o'clock
0: That's interesting. When you did the luau as the rehearsal dinner, were you able to reserve like blocks of tables or a certain space to sit in?
1: Yes. Our wedding planner was awesome and we just told them how many guests we had and they had us right up front. We ended up going with the VIP package for the luau just because we wanted to have the welcome drinks for our, all of our guests. So they gave us like this awesome setup right in front and it was, it was absolutely amazing.
0: That's wonderful. Now, how did you choose the venues for your ceremony and your reception?
1: So, we had the Ama Ama patio for our ceremony, and then we moved over to the Rainbow Reef for our reception. And we kind of knew we wanted to be outside the entire time just because it was Hawaii and it was so beautiful. And it also, we didn't have to decorate as much with all the outside venues. And we chose Rainbow Reef just because we had around 40 guests. So it worked out perfectly.
0: That's wonderful. Did they close off part of it or was it already closed by the time you got there for your reception?
1: It was already closed. And actually when I went to breakfast earlier in the morning, I had seen them close off the Rainbow Reef earlier in the day so they could start setting up. So it was pretty much closed most of the day, I would say.
0: Oh, wow. That's cool. Now, how did you choose the vendors from Disney's approved vendor list for your photography, your bouquet, things like that?
1: So I just kind of went down the list, and they ended up being all the first ones that I like reached out to. So I had Bianca for photography, Sweet Pea, Petunia for my floral. I had Imageworks for my videography, and I just reached out to them on from the emails, and I looked at their Instagrams, and then I looked at their reviews on The Knot, and that kind of is what helped me lean towards the ones to reach out to first, and then once I was in contact with them, they were just awesome to work with, so I just kind of stuck with them.
0: That's wonderful. Did you find it pretty easy to plan remotely, you know, using online communication, or was there any time you were like, oh, I wish we were in Hawaii to plan this? <laughs> So
1: I had been to Alani before when I was younger. So I kind of knew like the style and the layout of all of the, uh, the locations we were going to be at. So I thought it was pretty easy to plan. And I could visualize it based on their Instagram pictures. And I just showed like the florist kind of what I had in mind based on work that they had already done. So that was really helpful. The one thing that was kind of stressful in planning, for me at least, was the time difference. So being in Wisconsin and then you send an email later at night, and then you wake up to one almost 24 hours later just because of the time difference. So that was kind of took a little bit of getting used to. But other than that, it was
0: wonderful. Okay, got it. Did you add any entertainment to your reception? So we had
1: Spectrum Entertainment as our DJ. And that was kind of the only entertainment we had for the night. And he was so amazing. We danced the entire night.
0: (laughs) Do you have any menu items or cake flavors you can recommend? Yes, so we
1: had such an amazing dinner. We did the five course plated meal and I didn't get to eat any of the appetizers but I saw the pictures of them and they looked amazing but we had the steak and lobster and that was my favorite and then for cake, we had the lemon cake with the raspberry and that was amazing too and all the leftover cake they boxed up for us for the rest of the week so we were eating that all week long.
0: (laughs) Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day
1: ran? Yeah. So like I said, we kind of had a two-day event planned for the weekend. We had actually a catamaran for our bridal party the morning of the rehearsal dinner. Then we did our rehearsal and went to the luau. And then on the wedding day, we started hair and makeup at about 10 a.m. and then took pictures, all of our getting ready pictures. And then I did a first look with my dad Around two o'clock, and then did a first look with Jake shortly after that. And then we took more photos with our bridal party on the beach, and then got ready for our ceremony around 5 p.m. And then we ended up taking sunset pictures for about an hour while all of our guests had cocktail hour. And then we started dinner around seven o'clock, and then followed by toasts and dancing, and our reception ended around 10. And then we all headed to the hotel bar to continue the party afterwards.
0: Oh, that's nice. What were some of the most important aspects when you were planning? Where you focused your attention or your budget?
1: I would say food and overall guest experience was really big for us. So that meant kind of including the luau for all of our guests. We added a leg greeter before the ceremony. And just having an overall exceptional food and beverage package was really important to us. Just because our friends were traveling such a long way, we wanted it to be a really nice Hawaiian experience for them.
0: That's interesting. And since you weren't able to do a tasting, how did you pick what was going to be on the menu? So my mom actually helped me pick that. And we just kind of went with our first
1: gut choice and what we thought we knew we'd like. We knew we liked steak and lobster. I knew I liked crab cakes. It's one of my favorite appetizers. So that's what we included. And everything else, we just kind of guest and hope for the best. And it ended up turning out amazing. Okay.
0: Now, which aspects were less important? where you saved your money or just your effort? Less important items for
1: me were like our invitations and our programs. I didn't really spend a lot of money there. And also the characters was something that wasn't kind of a big deal to me. At first, it was a huge deal. And I thought I really, really wanted them. But then the timing of the reception didn't really allow for a lot of dancing if we included characters. So we just decided to cut it out and we saved some money there and then ended up having more time to dance and enjoy with our guests.
0: That's great. What ended up being your favorite memory of the day?
1: So my favorite memory was during our sunset pictures after the ceremony. We Had our best man bring us over some champagne and some drinks. And Bianca asked us to put our toes in the water for the last sunset picture. And it was so hot. I was sweating. And then finally the sun was down and the water felt so cool. And we were just toasting as husband and wife. And the pictures we got from that moment were just so awesome.
0: (laughs) Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected?
1: No, actually, everything went way better than we expected. We didn't have anything go really wrong or not turn out like I had hoped.
0: That's wonderful. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or was stressing you out and then it turned out not to be a big deal?
1: Yes. So I had really stressed out about the guest count and the room block in the beginning. I actually had sent our invitations out around six months in advance, just because we knew everyone was going to have to plan a long trip to Hawaii, we wanted to get them all the accommodations beforehand. And I was really worried that none of them were going to book their room block at the right time before you have to cut it off. But it ended up working out. They could add rooms if we needed guests, add rooms last minute, or we could take away the block and be totally fine. And it worked out really well. And all my guests were able to book within the time frame.
0: Oh, that's great. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now?
1: We ordered Mickey and Minnie macaroons as favors. And I probably wouldn't have ordered those because we also ordered coffee mugs for all of our guests. And the Minnie and Mickey macaroons, we just ended up having a huge box left over. But it was kind of cute because our nephew, who was six at the time, ended up going around to all the tables, taking the macaroons and trying to sell them back to our guests. And like he got a bunch of cash from it and wound up with it in his pocket. So it was funny, but I probably wouldn't have ordered that many.
0: <laughs> this is a great tip for future couples if you have yes. any cash strapped nephews.
1: <laughs> exactly. He had we had pictures of him with big lot of cash and he was six years old and he just thought it was absolutely hilarious. That's
0: <laughs> so funny. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Aulani couples?
1: Yeah, I would just try to reach out as much as you can to your vendors. They're there to help you and answer any questions you have. I know I was emailing with our planner almost every day with what about this question? What about this question? And they're really there to ease all of your worries and stress and make it very stress-free. That was kind of the theme of our wedding was we want it low key and stress-free and they were able to do that. And then also I went back and listened to all your podcasts and all the, for the Alani brides. And that was super helpful in finding out what they would like to do and what they would like to do differently. And that was just a very helpful thing to have because there's not a lot out there for Alani weddings, I would say.
0: Oh, I'm so glad that you found them helpful. Yes, they were so helpful. Well, Lauren, I think you've offered a lot of great tips for anyone who's planning a vow renewal or a wedding at Aulani, and I appreciate you taking the time. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. Weddings Guide.com.